Good evening and welcome to What the Friday. Now, this was supposed to have been this past Monday night's episode, but me and Nick both have been very sick this week. Um, There was no way I could have recorded an episode for Monday night, so I did like a replay of an older episode. But anyway, um, we're still sick, but I'm trying to get through this episode, so you'll have something new to listen to tonight. But um, now, you might have noticed that mystery is part of the title of the main podcast. So I thought that tonight, since most of the episodes this month have been pretty dark and heavy with murder, I'd switch it up a little and do a mystery. It didn't happen on Christmas, but it did happen in the month of December. So stick around and see what it is that I'm talking about. Welcome to What the Friday, the After Dark series presented by Mystery, Murder, and Magic. Listening to discretion is advised. Now, we all know that Agatha Christie was the queen of writing the great mystery novels in the early 1900s. But did you know that in 1926, she vanished into thin air from her home? Now, honestly, I had never heard about this, about Agatha Christie disappearing, so we're learning something together tonight. So it was December 3rd, 1926, when Agatha got up from the armchair she had been sitting in, climbed the stairs to the second floor of her home, where her little girl Rosalind was in her bedroom. She kissed her goodnight, and then she drove away from the home in her car. And that would be the last time she would be seen over an 11-day period. Her disappearance had all the elements of a great mystery novel, and it was published worldwide in all the tabloids. More than a thousand police officers were on the case of finding her, and they even like enlisted the help from Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and Dorothy L. Sayers because of their expertise in such mysteries. Authorities were hoping that since they had written some of the greatest mysteries of the time, they would be of a great help in solving the disappearance of Agatha Christie. It wouldn't be long before authorities found Christie's car. It was parked on a steep slope near Gulford but there was no signs of Chrissy, plus there was no evidence that she had even been in an accident. Well, as the investigation went on and there was still no sign of Agatha Christie, rumors started flying and the press went crazy with it. And you might recall, we've talked in the past about back during the early 1900s, you know, the press would just get like a little inkling of a rumor or maybe not even have anything to go on so they just started making stuff up. Well, this happened with Agatha Christie being missing. Um, they weren't like reporting any facts, even though there was hardly no facts to go on. Um, but they were just making up stuff to print in their papers. And remember how I said this mystery had the elements of a great mystery novel? Well, one of those was the fact that near where the car had been found was a natural spring called Silent Pool. It was said that two children had died at that spring sometime before Christy went missing. Those journalists that were making up stories went as far to say that Christy had driven to those springs to kill herself. But y'all, there was no body to prove that. And why on earth would she even kill herself? 
her professional life was amazing. And as a matter of fact, her sixth novel, it was called The Murder of Roger Ackroyd, was selling very well. Then there were others that thought that her disappearance was merely a publicity stunt. They said that she was just doing this to promote her newest book. And another popular theory was that her husband, Archie Christie, had killed her. He was well known to be the man about town, if you know what I mean. And it was also well known that at that time, he had a mistress. Several days into the investigation, police brought one of Christie's pets to the scene where they had found her car, hoping that it could pick up her scent. But the little dog that they brought only whined pitifully and he was no help. Well, days turned into a couple of weeks and Christy was finally located, but when she was located, there was more questions than answers. She had been found at a hotel in Harrogate, and she had no recollection of why she was there or how she had gotten there, but the police came up with the theory that she had crashed her car and then caught a train to Harrogate. She had checked in under the name of her husband's mistress, Tressa Neal, and she had very little luggage with her. So how did the police find her? I'm glad you asked. Well, it seems that at first, Agatha was doing a great job of blending in with the rest of the folks staying there at the hotel until a banjo player recognized her and alerted the police. The police told Agatha's husband where she had been located and he drove there to bring her home. But when he got there, he had to wait seems that Agatha was in no hurry to go home, so she kept Archie waiting for her in the hotel's lounge while she changed into an evening dress. Well, to hear Archie talk about what had happened to Agatha, he said that she had suffered memory loss after crashing her car. But a biographer named Andrew Norman said that Agatha was suffering from what he called a psychogenic trance. Now, these days, that is classified as a dissociative disorder. I have a hard time with that word. But Norman backed up that claim with the fact that Agatha didn't recognize pictures of herself in newspaper articles about her disappearance and that she had named her new personality the same name as her husband's mistress. Now, Agatha Christie, she did go on to recover from this and she went on to write many more novels. Now, what she wasn't going to do was put up with Archie's wild ways with the women. So she divorced him in 1928. She later married an archaeologist whose name was Max Malawan. Oh, and I should mention that Archie, he soon married that mistress. Now, there's been so many opinions about what actually caused Agatha Christie to go missing for 11 days. And their thoughts range from revenge to depression to amnesia. And Agatha herself only spoke of it once in an interview. And she did that interview with the Daily Mail. And she said, quote, There came into my mind the thought of driving into it. However, my daughter was with me in the car. I dismissed the idea at once. That night I felt terribly miserable. I felt that I could go on no longer. I left home that night in a state of high nervous strain, with the intention of doing something desperate. When I reached a point on the road which I thought was near the quarry, 
I turn the car off the road, down the hill toward it. I left the wheel and let the car run. The car some, struck something with a jerk and pulled up suddenly. I was flung against the steering wheel and my head hit something. Up to this point, I was Mrs. Christie, end quote. So maybe she had had an accident and she developed amnesia from it. But why would she have used like the name of her husband's mistress? I just find that kind of weird. But I'm sure she had her reasons. Or, you know, maybe the her hitting her head made her think, you know, that for some reason that she was the mistress. But anyway. Well, y'all, that's all I've got for tonight. I know it was a short one and I apologize for that. But um thanks for tuning in and be sure to come back on Monday evening for um an all new Misery, Murder, and Mayhem, and be listening out for the, the holiday murder minutes, too, over the weekend. Y'all have a good night.